Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today is a fascinating story about the first chassid that the Baal Shem Tov had, who was also a Tamil Chacham, a great Tamil Chacham. His name was Yaakov Yosef Palnoi, meaning Yaakov Yosef from the village or the town of Palnoi. And here is how it happened. The Baal Shem Tov arrived by wagon to Palnoi early in the morning with his gabai. And like all of the other uh, horsemen who came there early in the morning, it seemed that he would probably get out of the wagon and go to shul with all the other wagon drivers that were there and passengers that came in early in the morning. Usually, they would all go into shul, and the rav of that shul was Yaakov Yosef, a great tamachacham. And the way it worked was that all of the wagon drivers and all the other simple people that were there in that area would go into the shul, and when the minion was ready to start davening, the rub would come in and sit in his place, and the davening would start. However, this morning, the rub came into the shul, and it was empty. So he sent his gabai to go see where are all the wagon drivers and all the other people that usually come into the shul. The Gabbai went to the marketplace over near where the wagons all were parked and he saw that there was one Jew that was standing up on his wagon and he was speaking to all the people and they were all glued to their places, so to speak. They were so fascinated by what this stranger was talking about. He was telling stories. He was telling Jewish stories, but he told them in such a way that it was just like everybody just couldn't leave. They were just enjoying it so much. It was so uplifting, so inspiring. And actually, the Gabbai himself of Rabbi Yaakov Yosef also began to listen and also became completely enchanted by this stranger's stories. So he never went back to the show. After a while, the Rav himself, what's going on? He also went to the marketplace and he was about to yell, what are you doing? Who are you? But then he began to listen as well. And he heard a little bit different than everybody else. He heard that although the this stranger, who, as you may guess already, was the Baal Shem Tov, was telling stories, but really within the stories, there were deep godly secrets that he was explaining. That he was actually explaining, by hint, many, many deep secrets of the Torah, and a Rav, such as Rabbi Yaakov Yosef, understood these hints, and realized that this person was an incredible 
Talmud Chacham. And apparently somebody who was so well-versed in the Taita that seemingly was a great tzaddik as well. Although the Vashemta was not dressed that way. He was dressed in a very simple type of way. And he was actually concealing to the average person who he actually was. But the Rav himself recognized from the deep secrets that the Baal Shem Tov was telling through hints that this was a person who was incredibly great. And right there at that point, he realized that he had found his Rebbe, that he would become a Chassid of the Baal Shem Tov, even though until that point, he was very opposed to Chassidus. He had heard about Hasid, the beginnings of Hasid, the Hasidic movement, and he himself was very opposed. But now that he actually experienced the teachings of the Baal Shem Tov, he became a Chassid. And he actually wrote the first authoritative book, the Sefer, of the Baal Shem Tov's teachings, called Toldais Yaakov Yosef, in which he explains some of the Baal Shem Tov's teachings. The Baal Shem Tov actually did not write down his teachings, but the first book of the Baal Shem Tov's teachings, which is really authoritative, is this book by Yaakov Yosef. He became, for the rest of his life, an ardent chassid of the Baal Shem Tov. They helped very much in spreading the wellsprings of chassidus. Now, why was the Baal Shem Tov so interested in spreading these teachings. Very simple. Because he knew that Mashiach would come through these teachings. How did he know that? Because he one time had what's called Elias and the Shama. He had many times Elias and the Shama. But one particular time when he had Elias and the Shama, meaning his soul elevated to a heavenly state where he was able to actually um, visit, so to speak, various places in heaven. And of course, heaven, we don't mean that it was a certain spot, uh, such and such number of feet above the earth, in this and this latitude and longitude, but rather it means a spiritual state, a spiritual place, not a physical place, but a spiritual place. And one time he had a very special Leos and the Shama, his soul went up in a very special way, and he came to the place, the spiritual place of the soul of the of the of Mashiach himself. And when he came there, he asked Mashiach the same question, which Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi asked Mashiach when he had an opportunity to meet them. As the Gemara explains the story, and he said, "Amos Kasimar, Master, when are you coming?" Hashem Tavas, Master, when are you coming? And Mashiach answered him, Liki Shufutsu Manasechel Chutza. Liki Shufutsu Manasechel Chutza. When the wellsprings of your teachings are spread to the outside. So the Hashem Tav understood that his mission was to spread these teachings that he had learned, and especially as he had learned them from Achia Shiloni. And to spread these teachings out to the entire Jewish world. 
at first, when he first began to reveal himself, he attracted many, many, many people, but they were all simple people. People that were very sincere and beautiful Jewish people, spiritually very beautiful Jewish people, but very simple, mostly unlearned, working people, cobblers, peddlers, farmers, and he attracted many of them. But Yaakov Yosef of Polnoy was the first person that he attracted to be a chassid who was a great Tamil Chacham. Now, today, we have the teachings of Baal Shem Tov, and we also have the teachings of his Talmidim, other great rabbis, other great Hasidic rabbis, and especially the teachings of the Chabad Rebbeim, starting from the Alter Rebbe, Mitle Rebbe, Samuk Tzedek, Rebbe Marash, Rebbe Rashab, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, Yosef Yitzchak, and the Rebbe, Menachem Mendel, and with these teachings, the more we study them, the more that we spread them, the quicker Mashiach will come. And so it's important to encourage all of us, myself included, to increase in Taita Mitzvahs as much as we can, to increase in all parts of the Taita, including and especially the teachings of Chassidus, the teachings of the Baal Shem Tov, and especially as they're explained according to the Chabad Rebbeim, and especially the most recent teachings that we have, and especially those about Mashiach and Geula. Now that we're coming up to the three weeks, it's a few days before Yudzayin Tamiz, it's important to especially learn about the Beis HaMikdash, because by build, by learning about the base of Mikdash, Hashem considers it as if we are actually building it. Hopefully Mashiach will be here way before the three weeks. But if there is some inexplicable delay, chas v'shalem, it's so important, and perhaps even if Mashiach is here, it's also perhaps so important to learn about, about the base of Mikdash during the three weeks. And this way certainly will quicken the day in which we'll see Mashiach and we will have the redemption and the base of Mikdash and we'll be together in Eretz Yisrael. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.